Welcome into episode 14 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI 95.3 FM and Willimantic Today Facebook. Hometown Threads comes your way uh, every Tuesday, 5.05 on WILI, and then Wednesdays. And throughout the week, pinned atop the page of Willimantic Today. Big thanks to RJ and the admin crew over at uh, Willimantic Today. Of course, J. Matt Rupar behind the board doing such a great job. Uh, producer extraordinaire of Hometown Threads. Of course, uh, Hometown Threads brought to you by... Liberty Bank, be community kind. Big thanks to Liberty Bank and our uh, three local sponsors. Of course, uh, Gateway Commons, West Main Street in Willimantic, uh, Marianne Gargoni, my lovely wife, who's the manager over there. Uh, across the street from the radio station, 679 Main Street, Willimantic, uh, Angela Smart, the manager there. And manager Carrie Small up, on the, up at the Liberty Branch, Route 195 in Mansfield. Mm. Big thanks to Liberty Bank, be community kind. Hometown Threads, hard to believe. We've hit, uh, well, we're... What, over two months, right, Matt? Yes. Episode 14, My How Time Flies. And our guest for our 14th episode is Tim Ackert of Ackert Electric. I'm sorry, Connecticut State Representative Tim wow, Ackert. Wow. <laughs> you don't have to put that in, in the beginning of it. Uh, matter of fact, a funny story on that um, is that my wife, I used to get mail once I got elected, it says Honorable Tim Ackert. And my wife goes, I'm not calling you Honorable. <laughs> That's like yeah. me. I'm I'm the Grand Knight of our local lands of Columbus, yeah. and they sometimes they call you Worthy Grand Knight. I don't think my wife is <laughs> never ever going to call me Worthy. No, I'm, that's I'm not, fantastic. I'm not worthy to be yeah. with her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, here we go. Uh, uh, welcome in Tim Acker. Of course, you're, we're just talking about how you're very uh, familiar with well TV and radio. Yeah. You did a TV show on uh, local cable access here in town for like nine years with Doug Dubitsky. Yes, yeah, so it was an excellent time that we did it. Unfortunately, COVID hit and the studio was shut down. And then it was funny. They go, it was a you know two-person show. And they go, well, only one person can come in at a time. I'm going, it's a two-person show, though. It's kind of like how we played off each other, you know, but uh, and a call-in show. But it was fun to do. Hopefully, you never know if we get to start it back up again. Uh, it'd be great, yeah. I mean, uh, and then, of course, you've been in here with Wayne several times. Uh, you've met our producer, Matt Rupar, been in to record commercials. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see him, of course. And then Accurate Electric, we'll get into that. Uh, it's been in business since 1993 over there on Main Street and Coventry, 1265 Main Street, Coventry. I even know the phone number. Yeah. I'm weird when it comes to numbers. 860-742-9506. You got it. You nailed it. I could see a number once. And I like that. Like, uh, I, like my parents used to call me a directory when I was a kid. But anyway, okay, so Tim Ackert, uh, tell us about uh, the early days of Tim Ackert like we do when we kick off every show of Hometown Threads. Uh, how did it all start for you? Well, you know, I grew up in Norwich um, and loved that. I was born in Middletown, Connecticut, but grew up in Norwich. I ended up there um, when my folks moved from Middletown. Unfortunately, we had a little, you know, my, my folks split up uh, when I was a young guy, uh, about seven years old. And, um, you know, tough when a single mom was uh, raising our family, the three of us, my brother, who, my brother, uh, I, you know, I, I feel a little off a little bit because my brother's a doctor, uh, wow. I, a doctor of philosophy and teaches at Drexel University. My sister's a nurse. And I consider myself the patient at times, so I kind of throw that in there. But, uh, you know, I, um, you know, it fits, I fit the, but they grew up in Norwich. We all turned out great. I mean, you know, they grew up in what I call, you know, con, you know affectionately called project, the projects. We call it the project, the city housing, you know, supportive housing. And we were able to um, make our way from there. And like I said, my brother went off to college. He went in the Air Force um, then went into college, uh, was a Russian linguist. Uh, my sister went off and did some work. I went in the Air Force myself. Wow. Um, I wanted to be a draftsman, actually. I wanted to be an architect. 
And my mom said, you know, we just, you know, we're poor. You know, we don't have money to go. You know, you can't go to college. How is, how is that possible? And I tell everybody now, don't you ever accept that for an answer. Don't ever say that you can't go to college. You put the hard effort into it. Money is not an issue when it comes to college. Don't let that ever be a burden on, on you or, or a holdback. If you, you have the skills and the knowledge and the want and the will to go to college, you can go to college and be whatever you want. I wanted to be an architect. I checked out all the branches of service, um, matter of fact, to see which would offer me the opportunity to be an architect. And only the Marines would offer offer me the opportunity to be an architect. And I thought it was... Why just the Marines? I don't think they were actually going to let me be an architect. I had this feeling that I was going to probably be in a field with a rifle and not a pencil in my hand. I just had that feeling. So it was just, nobody offered it, to be honest. But you said what, the Marines gave you the only opportunity? Well, they said, you can join us and you can be an an architect. (laughs) And I'm like... Okay. I just don't feel as though that was they were really being right. you know, completely upfront with me, you Can know. You put that so, in writing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then uh, you know, I found I wanted to be in the trades. I wanted to be part of building. So I picked being an electrician in the military, and so I was doing just what I'm doing today still. So 1981, I started my my background in electrical. And have been doing it now, you think about it, 42 years I've been doing electrical work in some form or fashion. Um, you know, got out, went into the service, um, would probably have stayed in the service for my full career. Um, but You loved uh, it that much. Huh, I loved service. it. I absolutely loved the service. I was honored. You know, you don't think about it when you're a young guy. I got deployed twice to the Middle East. Um, and so when at that time, Muammar Gaddafi had just taken over Libya and was looking at attacking Egypt. And so we, um, Egypt years earlier, uh, before I went there, kicked Russia out of their country. And so the United States kind of became favorable to Egypt. Uh, so we were there to protect them. Um, Muammar Gaddafi, um, had threatened them. So the United States did a show of force. Um, uh, it's unclassified now called Bright Star, uh, Bright Star 83. We went over there and we set up an enormous base right in the desert. So we're literally in the desert, you know, 120 during the day. No electrical work in the desert. Yeah, we had generators, uh, a lot of sand, uh, a lot of heat. Um, you know, so our job, our first job was interesting. We set up a communication building, which was a tent um, that housed the computer. Oh, so computer we're doing work over there, yeah. Yeah, the computer building, uh, I'm sure. That building, I think, was probably 20 by 40 to hold the computer back in the 80s. You probably could do the same amount of work on your phone, I bet you. You know, the memory and stuff you have in your phone, the ability. But back then, you know, it was so that we literally went over there and set that up. And then that kind of guided all the air traffic over the base in Egypt. So I got, I went over there once, um, came back, um, went back to my regular service, and then got called in emergency bases one Sunday morning. One Sunday morning, I'm there, um, you know, making breakfast with my wife, and I get a phone call. And so we call recall. That's what we called in the service when we got called in. So I recall, I grab my bag. It's February in Nebraska, so I got all my winter wear and everything. I go into the base, and I look around, and I have no idea who these people are that I met. They go, Airman, this is no exercise. This is the real deal. You're leaving now to go overseas. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just... It's Sunday. I have you know somebody at home that this is you're you're not going home. You're getting on a plane. You're going to wow into, into service. So oh my goodness. Um, jumped in a plane and my found my wife found out. Um, yeah, because you couldn't. No, go think back about no, think wife. about oh no, think about 1983. I could call. I called her. I oh. think about 1980. No, this is 1984. Think about 1984. 
There's no social media. Nope. There's no get on the computer and look and see what's going on. Commodore 64 is probably right? the only thing going. So, yeah. So <laughs> we got on a plane and took off. And my wife found out during that time, because they went and talked to her, that two planes left the base um, to head there. Just in case one got shot down, they had a, a plumber, electrician, a carpenter, and an HVAC all in one plane, and another one. Like my wife said, "What do you mean if they get shot down?" You know, oh she's so she, here's it. Here's my wife. You and know, you were the electrician. I'm I was the electrician in that plane. There was another one in another plane, and then we all joined forces when we got back wow. over to um, Egypt again. And this time, Muammar Gaddafi had lined up on the on the borders of Libya. How long to, were you over there this time? Another month, another just a month. month, just a month. We he's we he went. He toned down, and we came back home. But uh, yeah, it was uh, when you wear bring winter wear winter gear to 120 degrees. He's like, I, I don't really have much to wear. <laughs> so, so, but it was interesting, and so that got me in, really interested in the the, the field of electrical. Um, I had, you know, gotten married while I was in the service, and I got some b- great orders, um, having built a resume. Uh, very strong of service, commitment, and knowledge of my career, and was given the best set of orders, I'd like to say, for a single person, and that is just to travel Europe on a combat a combat team um, called Red Horse in the Air Force, kind of like CBs in the Navy, combat construction team. And I just said, you know, this is not a good choice for me to be traveling all over you know, Europe while you're home either in, in the United States or home at a base that you'd be stuck in over in Europe by yourself. So decided to get out best four years in terms of got met my wife got married you know four years in the service serving this country and loved it and got a career now you, just to backtrack for a second you got your skills for an electrician in the marines right so somebody, air force i mean in the air force so yep. somebody uh taught you in the air force yeah i, I did everything it was uh, interesting because normally you go from your um your boot camp to your technical school I went from boot camp right to the base that I was going to serve on and did OJT. I self-taught myself wow. the career of working with civilians and others um, from a book and just from having, a book, no just, YouTube. A yeah, book. just a bad, bad picture. That's that's a good point. I didn't learn it from you know do it yourself on on you know on the yeah. computer. It was a book. What and was learn- that like learning it from a book? Pretty much on the fly. Yeah, yeah. And and working with so the bases have civilians, and they would teach me some skills, um, and it, it worked out for me. And I then I wanted to be an electrician forever at that point. I you know, wanted, to, okay. I wanted to get out when I met my wife, and she said, what do you want to do? I said, I want to move back to Connecticut. I want to start a business, and that's exactly what I did. When I got out of the service, I came back here. You have to get your licenses, so it took a little while you know, for, for the state to give me the credentials of the four years in the service, because that's kind of hard for them to know exactly what I did. But once I gave them my description of my what I've done over there, they go, you can sit for the test. You're ready to go. Wow. So I tested essentially a couple months after I got out of the Air Force, got my journeyman's license, went to work for a company in Bloomfield, Connecticut, and then um, met somebody uh, that I wanted to work with um, you know, full time. So we branched off and started doing night work on our, together and created a business. At that time, I had a business called Affordable Electric. I started in 1987. So literally two years after I got out of the military, I was had my own business, working days with one company, working nights and weekends with the with my own company. No, wait, what, when did you leave? Because uh, when you came back, when you left the service, you were still based in Nebraska, 
And then you, uh, was it always Nebraska and then came back to Connecticut? And came back to Nebraska, yep. How many years were you actually in Nebraska? Four years, my full full term, except for the deployments. Yep. And then you decided to come back to Connecticut when you got out of the service. Yep. Okay. Uh, Tim Ackert from Ackert Electric is our guest on uh, episode 14 here on 14 WILI 95.3 FM and Willimantic Today Facebook brought to you by Liberty Bank. Be community kind. So uh, so Affordable Electric was actually what, my the, first company. That was the first company. With a partner. And I, well, sometimes you know how those things work yeah. out. So, tell, get a little more. I know you were just telling us about it, but tell us a little more about those few years with the partner at Affordable Electric and those, you know, you must have had some ups and downs. Very well. It really went, it was ups and then a lot of downs. So unfortunately what happened, he got hurt um, a couple years into it um, and got into, you know, substance abuse. Um, And so I was doing the work. We had started building homes. I I built some homes um, with him and he ended up just kind of walking away from the business and left me with a six digit, um, Six-digit um, bills, uh, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to lose everything. I, I worked with every every creditor and said, I will pay you. It's going to take me a long time. I almost, we almost lost everything, my, oh my, my house, everything, and I worked out of that. Uh, I was teaching, so I was working, teaching. So I got into teaching after at, at that break. I wanted to teach electric, you know, and I was teaching part-time. So I was, I'm always been doing multiple jobs. Yeah, I, you know. I, I so guess even so. when I started that business, I got into teaching because I wanted to give back to the students. Where were you teaching? I taught for a, a school in New Britain called New England Technical Institute, and they were bought out by Lincoln Tech. Um, and now I still teach today. I, that's my other job. I still teach. Um, now I teach um, continuing education for my colleague, my people. I you know my competitors, my colleagues. I teach wow. electricians. I teach. We have to take four hours of continuing every every year, so I teach that class. Um, but at, yeah, that business went under. Um, I worked again, I said, started my own company after that in 1993, I formed Akron Electric kind of in a, a way that I was teaching at New England Technical Institute and they didn't have any benefits. And I was a department head. I had worked my way up in, in six months, essentially from a teacher to the department head. I, w- I gave myself a two year timeline to become the department head. I did it in six months. And so I thought I knew the, the owners very well, and I went into the uh, owner, and I sat down. And I said, you know, we work hard for you. We work hard for the students, um, and I think it's time that we got better benefits. I wanted to uh, – I think we need to, you know, health care, you know, profit sharing, you know, 401K, something. They really didn't have anything uh, for, the, for that. And he said, he said to you, Tim, you're a great guy, you know, and I, we kind of consider this job a stepping stone. And I said, well, I think I'm getting off this stone then and gave up my job and gave him my notice. I said, I'm going to finish out this, um, finish out this year because I didn't want to leave the students. And two weeks later, I got this great big thank you note from all the other teachers. Wow. We have health care and profit sharing, Tim. He said they just weren't going to be told what to do by somebody, but they knew they had to do it because if somebody like you was, you know, coming in. And so I'm like, I would have stayed at that job, but I started. So that was, a, that was, a, you know, I, listen, I said, I can take my skills and start my own company, you know, and he's, and that's what happened is that right then, you know, you, you're, I'm do, having a good, you know, d- decent living teaching, but you know, you should really run for office. Oh, yeah. wait a <laughs> I want to get into that too, yeah. but yep. so you did teaching. You, you teach. You obviously have your company, Accurate Electric and Business, since 1993. Uh, before we get into Connecticut State Representative, mm-hmm. what else? Uh, you said you have multiple jobs. What else are you uh, juggling? 
Well, that was that was really that. Those are the key areas that I've always okay. been involved with. You know, is is you know, the teaching component of it. You know, the the electrical component. You know, electrical right. career, and then you know, obviously, uh, as you mentioned, you know, I got involved with even a bigger role, I think, in, in, in life, and that's serving more constituents, and that's, you know, being a state representative. Take us, uh, I want to get back to Accurate Electric, yep, too, but sure. take, you've done so much, it's, it's tough to cover all this in 25 yeah. minutes, but um, how did, what year, and how did you, uh, just by listening to you here and watching you speak, you obviously speak very well, uh, and, and you, uh, you definitely can uh, make, effectively get your message across so it makes you probably a great connecticut state rep so take us how you got into that how it all came about what year and, and so on and so yeah forth. so as i as you know getting involved in the community and so i think one of the things before i got into running for state representative uh, there was a local organization in, in our community called the jc's the junior junior chamber of commerce my wife had joined it and i really it was a like a community service group you know and there are people under 40 years old and, and she got involved with her girlfriend and I said, oh, I was interested in this. And this is, so this is while I'm an electrician, while I'm doing my electrical country work, I got involved in the community first. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, coaching my kids. I have two kids, two wonderful kids. Now I got four grandkids, by the way, so I'm getting older. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, but, you know, got involved in just some social, um, you know, get, first got involved socially. And then I took on leadership roles in the Junior Chamber of Commerce. Um, at one point, I said, you know what, I'm, I want to be president of that organization, local Coventry JC. So I ran for president and won by one vote uh, over this other woman wow. and won by one vote. Uh, and Scott became president of that, moved up the ladder to I actually became um, state president of Is the JC. just me or he moves up the ladder rather well, quickly in a lot of areas. So, so thank you. And it, I, I, say, and I, I say that you know, we don't run ladders all day long in our <laughs> trade, so exactly. we, climb, we climb them a lot. Um, but so I ran for the state JCs and won that um, in a close, another close vote. And I served uh, 22 towns, 22 cities, 22 chapters throughout the state. So I traveled all over the state working with the JCs, plus having the business and doing that at night and weekends. And organizing, you know, essentially 2,000 volunteers and community service people in the state of Connecticut. And so I started getting into that community service piece. And, and then someone looked and, and identified me as somebody that probably should run for local office. You should be involved in politics. Now, what year is this? So this is probably now in 2001. Okay. Wow. Um, you know, 2001. After I got it, more, I kind of left the JCs as you aged out at 40. You got when you got 40, they kind of like, you, okay, you got to <laughs> go on to something else. It's only for they young give you a people. Nudge. Yeah. So, I um, then somebody identified, and so I ran for local. They wanted me to run for town council and board of ed. I'm like, no, let me just start easy and ran for zoning board of appeals, um, and you know, and, and enjoyed it, but. At one point, I decided that Zoning Board of Appeals, I was kind of tired of telling people they couldn't have a shed on their yard. I'm like, I had this for somebody else. Um, and was involved with the local Republicans in town. And they, somebody came in they, a high level at the state at the state capitol, said, we want to talk to you. I'm like, uh, about what? Oh, said, you we, knew. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't know at that <laughs> oh, time. They were, was to come to a meeting. So I came to a meeting and said, you know, we need someone to run to, against the local state representative. Would you be interested? And I'm like, what does the job entail? You know, all, everything. I, and so they just, oh, it's, you know, real easy. Yeah, you cross the whole sales pitch. So <laughs> I um, got involved with, you know, learning a little bit more about it. Not enough about it. Ran for office in 2006. You know, I'm the nice guy. I'm the business, the business guy in town that donates to every organization. I coach um, 
little kids sports. I mean, I'm, I'm the past president of the JCs. Uh, this should be easy. I could barely balance Knights of Columbus and radio, yeah. and I listen yeah. to this guy's resume. Oh, yeah. God. And, yeah, I appreciate that. But I, you know, I ended up um, losing woefully, literally crying. Really? Oh, in 2006, I, I got lost? beat. I had no clue. Wow. So, yeah, I have never lost anything, and and I was like, I'm like, it's, but I'm Tim Acker. Were you really it's, crying? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, flat out. Because you crying. thought you were gonna win, probably, right? Well, you knew, you knew that you were, we were gonna, it was gonna be close. You know, um, it wasn't close. She won handily, and then I ran in 2008, and that was the Obama year where no Republican was gonna win, and so I uh, lost that year. But it was so close. I said, you know what? If I really want to make a change in Connecticut, if I really want to make a Good difference, I'm gonna run. So I announced the night that I lost. 2008, the night I lost the election, I'm running in 2010, and uh, I'm blessed to have been there ever since. Look at that. He struck out twice, and he wasn't going down with that. That's great. Yeah. So you've been in there since 2010. Yeah. Connecticut State Representative Tim Ackert, Ackert Electric, in business since 1993. So tell us how the business has been, has been thriving since then. Very fortunate. Right? I'm very fortunate. I have very, very good employees, and I treat them well in terms of, you know, respectful you know, that's part of it is, you know, treat them with respect. They're a team player of mine. They're not my employee. You know, they, my, the, our job at Accurate Electric is to take care of our customers. And if, my, if, and if um, I'm taking care of my employees, then they're taking care of my customers. And that's how I, that's how I play. I talked to Jen this morning. She yeah. answers the phone uh, and she corrected me. I thought Jen was your longest tenured employee. It's Carl. Correct? Carl. Carl so, by so, uh, 20 so something years. Shout you know. out to all your, your team there if you want. So I have Carl, who's been with me for a long time. Uh, I have a new employee, uh, Justin uh, LeClaire, a new gentleman that's gone. I have Reese Hawkins and his younger brother, Riley Hawkins. I have Dave Trudeau um, that with me. I have a young lady, uh, Brittany. Uh, Brittany is fantastic. Pretty big staff. Yeah, and then my son, um, who's on the books right now, but he took a break uh, because of he has a little baby daughter, and he's taking care of his daughter, and I bless that. And Jen, and then myself. So, wow. Yeah, it's a nice group. So we have three teams of two that are usually out in the workforce. Um, I'm managing, and then I, I like to help out when and some things get kind of tough, and you need the old man to come help out. You know, so I like I like I like having a value. You know, so you're so. still out doing actual projects. Oh yeah, I it, yeah I was yeah. Well, we've been we've been booked. You know, we've been um, fortunate to have longtime clients that call on us. You know, I've got one builder since 1996. I still do work for them. I'll have a builder call me out of the blue, and he's been doing work since I really started um, in 93. And he'll say, Timmy, he calls me Timmy still, because I was such a kid when he started. Timmy, you got to come down. I got a little job for you. Um, so I've been fortunate to, you know, and it's about trying to take care of people. And, and, you know, price is something too. So you got to make sure that you're, you're competitive, uh, but also making a living. And what's the big thing you guys push at Ackerd Electric or some of your. Well, you know, we're so diverse. You know, we'd like to do small commercial um, renovation. We, you know, fit out for uh, business. We love doing those. Uh, a lot of new houses. We do a lot of new homes. So wiring brand new homes, additions. We, you know, we love to take care of that person that, that's, got a, that's got a kitchen that needs to be remodeled and, you know, really can bling it up with new lighting and outlets and, and, and meet the new codes. Uh, you know, service upgrades when people need to add on. You know, they're either doing maybe an electric car charger, which we install electric car chargers, or they're doing the heat 
pump systems that make heating and cooling in their homes and when they need a new service upgrade. We're doing one now today, actually, uh, taking advantage of the good weather, doing a service upgrade that's completely replacing the service and upgrading so the guy can wire in his hot tub. So he's excited about getting his hot tub. So there's a lot of things that we like to do. Uh, we want to be diverse. I want to teach my, my young people, you know, that um, – you know, learning this trade, um, you can it can take you anywhere it want you want it to go. Snowstorms coming up this week. Unfortunately, here we are. Just get ready to turn the turn the page, to, turn the calendar to March, and uh, think you're out of the woods. Now, yeah, I'm sure you'll get calls for generators and stuff like that. We sure do. <laughs> yeah, we, we've done a lot of generators. I can't even, you can't count how many generators there are. Whether it's just the manual ones or the you know full you know home, uh, whole house generators. So those are those are really you know another part of our our work that we do well before the show i saw the man's schedule he's booked but uh, they uh, they're always uh, looking for uh, more business akron electric i should go and show oh, thank you Tim. Thank thanks you. for squeezing me in here oh yeah uh, akron electric look they got apparel and i don't know if he could he's got electric socks on no i didn't wear my i didn't wear, <laughs> yeah, I didn't wear the electric yeah <laughs> yep. but anyway uh yep. i want to thank tim Ackert, connecticut state rep Tim Acker from Acker Electric, 742-9506. Uh, Don't forget the 860-1265 Main Street, Coventry. And of course, we're part of, real quick here, we're, uh, Tim and I are part of Northeast Business Connections, NBC, a networking group that meets every Tuesday. So we want to give them a shout-out. Absolutely. At that, and if you have a small business or any business, city-sized business, and you're looking to make uh, network with others in, in business, uh, we'd love to have you. Yes, and it's important we get that in, exactly what he just said. So big thanks to Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. Uh, Hometown Threads comes your way every Tuesday, 5.05 to 5.30 on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM. And, of course, Wednesdays and throughout the week on Willimantic Today Facebook. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks to Tim Ackert, and uh, we'll see you next week.